The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour Podcast with hosts Ralph Malbro and featuring bloggers Andrew Juge of SaintsNation.com, Kevin Held of The Team Drops the Ball, and Dave Cariello of Canal Street Chronicles. This podcast is nothing but serious football talk and hardcore analysis. Which four of you would survive the longest in the zombie apocalypse, and in which order would you die? Well, Ralph, no offense, you're going first. Oh, definitely. <laughs> no, no, no. The zombies would smell Dave's sugar blood and target him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have a joke, Dave. Dave, Dave smells like nougat. Now here's your host, Ralph Malbrose. All right, welcome to the Saints Happy Hour Podcast. I am your host, Ralph Marlboro. As always, we are sponsored by the Pelican House, 2572 City Place Court, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. LSU is on pace, Andrew, to be a number one seed in the NIT. So you can go there. Woo-hoo! You can go there. And is you that go- like being the, the best loser? Worse. It's worse because they have the best player in America. So you can go there. You can watch LSU in the NIT. You can but watch you're a loser. LSU baseball started up. Uh, LSU will have the spring game eventually. Uh, you can watch the Pelicans in full Frank the Tank mode. Uh, they have an awesome menu. They have 136 draft beers. They have a 50 TV. The Pelican House, they're awesome. They support us, so you should support them, the Pelican House. They're awesome. All right. So the Saints actually broke. They got back to the tradition of we do the podcast, we post it, and then right after or the next day, they break news. And that's what they did last week. They announced they were releasing Marcus Colston. That actually happened today. Um, so I guess the starting point is – Actually, the Saints did not announce announce that. They didn't? That was just, uh, no, that was just reported by um, somebody. It wasn't actually officially announced until today, actually. Yeah. So, but I mean, we knew it last week. Yes. So, I guess my question to you is, Dave, where does Colston rank in sort number of, one? Number one, no number one receiver for the Saints. You don't. I mean, he's got the most receiving touchdowns and I think the most receiving yards. He's got the most touchdowns. Period. Yeah. What other what 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 other two measurables do you need for a wide receiver? Uh, I can argue that Joe Horn at Joe Horn Joe Horn at his best was better than Marcus Colston at his best. Like Joe, I think that's I th- I think that's correct. I mean, Joe, I mean, you look at Joe Horn's best seasons; they're by far better than Colston's best. I mean, Joe Horn had Joe Horn had four, Joe Horn's four best years were better than any of better than Colston's best year. And that's not, I mean, the thing about Colston, Dave, I guess, is he was so good for so long. Like his first six out right. of seven years, he was just phenomenal. Right. But I guess so this conversation's over. <laughs> Andrew, are you, are you taking Dave's side that Colston's the best receiver? End of I discussion? don't really see how anybody could take an opposite side. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's, you know, he holds all the records. So, 
you know, you could you <laughs> exactly. you could you could make the argument that you know Eric Martin and and Horn were Pro Bowlers. Colson never was. I think you could make the argument that Horn was better in his prime than Colson, and I think that's fair. But I think when you talk about best receiver ever longevity plays into it that's a factor i don't think it's just i mean if you were just going to say who's the saints best safety of all time you know i don't know that i would say that sharper was a better safety he had one good year his one his one good year was better than any saint safety in the history of saint safeties uh but i wouldn't say that you know i would put sharper ahead of uh brett Maxey or you know Dave Wamer. I don't know. Sammy Sammy Knight in 1998, I think, scored three touchdowns. Yeah, no, but that's my point. Well, so so did Sharper, but that's my point. Like Sammy Knight, you look at the longevity factor, and he was able to do it consistently over multiple seasons. Um, You know, that means more to me. So I think, you know, Colston really, you know, this past year was the one bad year he's really had. And I think if you look at every other season – He's basically had a thousand yards, save like one year when he was injured. When he broke his collarbone and had yeah. to sleep in the hyperbaric chamber. Dave, yeah. here's the question with with Colson is interesting too. Is he top five all time for Saints? No. Really, no. No. Um. I certainly think you could make an argument that he is. I mean, we just all right. Well, he, here, here's here's my top five history. for you. Here's my top five for you. You tell me if you would bump someone. Breeze, Ricky Jackson, Rofe. Um, I, then I would probably put Morton Anderson, and then I would put Jari Evans. Would uh, you? I would. I would. Mm, I don't know. I might put Jari. I, I might put uh, Colson above Evans. I, I mean, I understand Evans doesn't play a, a flashy position. And I understand that Evans made a whole bunch of Pro Bowls. Um, he was all pro four times. I get that. I get that. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's tough. I mean, you make, you make a good point, Andrew. And, and certainly, uh, you know, obviously top ten Colston is. And, and then you and then you've got you know Deuce, Pat Swilling, Sam Mills, Archie Manning. I, I think I mean, Colston's ahead of Deuce, and he's definitely ahead of Archie Manning. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, I think he's in the top ten. I, I think he's he's in the top ten. I think he's in the top. I mean, I would say you go Breeze, Ricky Jackson, Rofe, Rofe, Morton, and then and then I think you can go Evans, and I think I think you can make a case. I think you can make a case for Colston if you Ahead want Mills? if you want to bump off Morton. I think, yeah. Sam Mills was really Sam. Morton's going to be a Hall of Famer. It's just a matter of time. Colson will never be in the Hall of Fame. He didn't even make a damn Pro Bowl. No, I mean the and I'm I'm dialing in Kevin now. The interesting thing with Colson, I love Colson. I I just think you know his resume falls short of the guys we just mentioned. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's it's tough with Colson, Dave, because. The Saints, he, the, the Saints, they, the, really the only super dominant receiver that they've had is Jimmy Graham. All the rest of them are kind of, they were never like super dominant. 
Uh, Horn had stretches where he kind of no, was. but that was that that's pre Breeze though. I'm talking about no, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When does Colston make it into the Ring of Honor? I don't know. Does Colston make it to the Ring of Honor before Evans? You kind of that you kind of feel like they they were both had similar impacts to the franchise. They both contributed enormously to the Super Bowl win. Yeah. They both stayed for the exact same. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed. Same amount of time. I don't see how you can't induct them together. No, I think you got to induct them together. I mean, the uh, it's 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 tough. I mean, the thing I guess with um, with Colston and I and there, I want to punch uh, I want to punch Kevin up here because I'm saving this for him. But the thing about Colston was he. He never said anything. There's Kevin. Hell, how are you? I'm all right. How are y'all? We're talking about Colson uh, getting caught and being the end with the Saints. Um, th- Kevin. Wait, it- what? Kevin, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, you didn't yeah. know that, did you? No, I did. Okay. Kevin, can you ever remember even one sentence that Colston uttered that was remotely interesting. I don't even remember what he sounded like. <laughs> and, that and, is true. and like I went I covered training camp for the Saints. That's true. For that's, two years? That's true. Like, I don't I like I I'm positive he spoke in front of reporters at some point. I have no recollection of his voice. I have no recollection of him like just n- nothing i have no recollection of him saying anything if that's a great if, if i played sound from marcus colston could any of us identify it with 100 percent certainty i could not yes i could you could yeah the thing about colston though i don't think he talked after games did, he never no, did he no doesn't. he never did i think he, he would doesn't. like like once a year he would talk to the meeting that was it he was one of those people kevin not like marshawn lynch where they Played like they didn't want to deal with the media and they hated the media, but it was all just a game for Marshawn Lynch to get commercials with Pepsi and different things. Like, Colston really didn't give a shit about the media. He wasn't rude about it, but, like, he he never did any endorsements, right? That's my uh, knowledge. Um, 
mean, yeah, I don't think so. Small. Go ahead, say that again, Kevin. You were breaking up. Small. Kevin wins the award for bad audio. Tonight. Yeah, and Dave passes the baton. <laughs> Kevin, he's like AM radio. It's in and out, in and out. The only thing, the only thing missing is. Um... No, I'm. I'm. You're here. No, he's really not. <laughs> <laughs> he, he thinks he is. He but thinks he's not. he is. He's like he's like me when I try to he's like me when I try to juggle. I think this time it's gonna work, and then I'm like, oh, I only have one good arm, and all the balls crash to the floor. Oh Lord! Um, when you did stand up comedy, did you try to juggle? No, but I did. Because uh, that would be a great segment. That would be. I did sing songs that oh, were really really weird, and I stripped down to my boxers one time. I did some weird. I did. I did. I did some weird stand-up comedy off off topic. Held is he? Are you there? Are you there, Held? Yeah, I'm okay. here. All right, I'm Ke- here. Kevin, I can hear y'all talking. Kevin, Kevin can attest to my weird stand-up comedy that I did. That was only. Yeah, I never saw you in your boxers, fortunately. So you did see. You did see me sing, though, right? When I would sing. Well, except that uh, one time. <laughs> I, I'm not doing I think, comedy. Yeah, I think I might have seen you. I think I might have seen you uh, sing a few bars of something. I just. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I don't remember that too much. I mean, I would I think I yeah I feel con- I feel more <laughs> confident saying I'm pretty sure I heard Ralph sing doing stand up than I do saying I've seen Marcus Colston give an interview. <laughs> totally off topic. There was a guy that did stand up comedy. He's the one person in the group of people that me and Kevin sort of ran with and did it with. Sean Patton. He actually is on Comedy Central and on. He's made it. He's on Amy Schumer and stuff. And he used to like this bit that I did about singing a Frank Sinatra song about having sex with a dead body. And when he would intro me, he would mention he would mention it, so I would have to sing it because it. He thought it was really really funny. So I, every time he would have me do a paying gig for like ten dollars to be like the opening opening act, he would introduce me that way, and I would have to sing that song. Um. Totally off topic. So uh, it's the off season. It is. I mean, what are we? So, so Cam, the Saints announced that Cam Jordan had quote unquote minor back surgery. But Andrew, what we always know about the Saints is they lie about fucking injuries. So I think there's like a fifty percent chance that Cam Jordan is in Brazil as we speak, getting a new spine. Um, while well, while drinking goat blood by the gallon, <laughs> probably. I mean, should we be concerned? Cam Jordan, he hadn't missed games. I mean, that's like one of his best skills is that he doesn't get injured. Seriously. Uh, I mean, yeah, I I think any time someone's having back surgery of any kind, uh, it's a cause for concern. Um, And I think you could argue that Jairus Bird really hasn't been the same since he's had it. But, uh, you know, I'm not too concerned. Jairus Bird hasn't been the same since 2012. I would be a lot more concerned, like, for example, I mean, you look at uh, McCown, who like, kind of had some freak injury, and then out of nowhere, there was like, yep, he mispracticed, and he's having surgery immediately, and we just put him on IR. Uh, that, to me, is a lot more of a concern than, you know, minor surgery after the season. You know, for me, that he took hits, that he went to the Pro Bowl, was able to suffer through that before having the surgery, 
that, that uh, maybe that's just wishful thinking, but I feel like if that's something he can play through, then it feels like more of a cleanup. Dave, are you are you worried about Cam Jordan? No, I'm worried because the Saints are liars. He played in the Pro Bowl. So, yeah, but that's I a mean, free vacation. That's two. That's two hand touch though, Dave. I know, and, but, and a free vacation. But if you had any kind of if you had any kind of serious injury, why why would you wait that long and participate in the Maybe. Pro Bowl? What yeah. part what part of free vacation? <laughs> I understand. Like like Cam Jordan Kevin Cam Jordan is not what I would call your average player with an average salary. He's one of the higher paid Guys, he can afford a trip to Hawaii by himself. He's not like one of these rookie guys who's honored to get elected to the Pro Bowl. And, and, by, and by the way, if the free vacation true. was so exciting, then why did they have to beg Teddy Bridgewater to play quarterback? <laughs> <laughs> Plus one for Andrew on that one. Hamburger helper quarterback with his white gloves. Um, Wait, right. Now, we didn't talk about the future of Colston. I mean... There's no future. He's not. There's no. He's not signed anywhere else. So you think he's going to retire? I think he's going to retire. I mean, if you looked at the message he sent to the fans and and you know basically expressing his thanks, he said, "I'm looking forward to the next step in my career." Um, I don't know if that means his football career or or what, uh, but I, I feel like he hinted at the possibility of him playing somewhere else. Wait, 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 wait a second. He actually issued a written statement. <laughs> and, and, he did. And, we're, and it wasn't three ellipses. No. <laughs> in fact, in fact, he tweeted and he said, "I'm going to need more than 140 characters for this." Wow. So then he, so then he posted a link that you had to click on. Oh, click boo! Clickbait. Tweet longer. Yes. Empty pants. Nice. Uh, Kevin, more likely to happen, Colston becomes the number one analyst. For CBS, or Donald Trump becomes president. Trump becomes president. <laughs> it's not even close. I know, and 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 that's that's a terrifying thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. You fired. Ralph, don't Ralph, don't get me. Ralph, don't, you and me shouldn't get started we on sh- this, man. We, sh- we shouldn't. We shouldn't. We'll, we'll have to have a separate podcast for that. Right. Um, but. All right, let's now we're going to go to our continuing series Saints garbage roster. And each week we we uh review uh two positions that we ranked. We ranked all the Saints uh positions of uh, every position uh on a scale and of what 1 What the hell was that? I don't know. That was not me. That was not me either. It, was, it sounded like Dave doing a line of coke. What? I so, mean, it sounded like you I am like so slurped sick. liquid coke out of a straw. What? <laughs> so we ranked all the Saints. I didn't do anything. We ranked all the Saints' positions uh, on a scale of one to ten. Ten being desperate need, zero being they don't need to do anything. And we do one position each week that they desperately need to fix, and one that's okay. So this week we're doing center. Uh, the Jimmy Graham trade, Dave. Worked out pretty well, and that even if Jimmy Graham had not uh, tore up his what was it patella tendon, like I think we were everyone was pretty happy with the trade and and how Max Unger uh, played. Um, do you feel like the Saints need to do anything at center? 
well, yeah, definitely uh, score one for the good guys on that trade, uh, Ralph. I agree with you. And uh, no, I mean, I mean, Unger is is the center of this team for maybe five years, hopefully. If How old is he? He's not thirty, right? He's like, no, no. He's like he's maybe like, twenty. He's like twenty nine, isn't he? Twenty eight, twenty maybe twenty eight. Uh, and uh, and so he's 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 been great so far. Um, so really, I think what we're talking about is like, do, do the Saints, should the Saints get a backup center? But, um, usually they have one or two guys, uh, that can play guard or center and kind of, kind of swing around a little bit. So I, I don't think they need to do anything major, if at all, at center. Max, hey, Unger, Max Unger turns 30 in April. So, so he's already 29. Andrew, how did he, how did he grade for you for the year? He graded well. Um, I think uh, he ended up being maybe just slightly below Armstead um, on the offensive line in terms of best graded. Um, but I thought he was solid. Um, you know, I, it's hard. Guard was just such a gaping hole for the Saints <laughs> all year, and there was such inconsistent play, especially at left guard. Uh, I mean, really, honestly, even at right guard sometimes. And so, um, yeah, I think it's hard when you, the play around you is so spotty. Um you know, I think he was doing a lot to try to compensate for his teammates. But, um, you know, I, I think the Saints are solid there. And, and if anything, um, you know, the one thing I really like about Senio Kelamete is that um, he's got the ability to even play tackle in a pinch, which we saw against Atlanta, obviously, guard. He, he's played Can some he... center. Um, and then Tim Lolito's played some center. And so I, I think the Saints have some options there if they keep their guys um, even behind him. If something were to happen injury-wise to Unger. So, that's really one position on the roster that I feel like the Saints don't really need to touch. Kevin, I named my son after Max Unger, so yeah, I'm thinking of buying. I'm, I'm thinking yeah. of buying a, a jersey. Do, should I feel good about buying him like a kid jersey, the the Max Unger jersey? Should I feel good about that? Or are we uh, I wouldn't feel good about buying a child anything that's NFL related because for one, for one, they're gonna outgrow it in like five minutes anyway, and two. You're throwing the NFL. No, no, uh, I'll, I'll, cash go, I'll go. On e- I'll price. go on eBay and buy like a Chinese knockoff. No. Oh well, well yeah. there you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, if you're gonna buy a knockoff, that a cheap knockoff, then sure. <laughs> no, I mean that's 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 the thing. That's the good thing about buying an NFL jersey for a kid. Normally, when you're an adult, you buy an NFL jersey. Uh, you, you know that at some point that player is not going to be there, and you can't wear that jersey anymore. But with a kid, by the time that player leaves, your kid will probably have grown out of the jersey. So it's a way safer bet to buy a young kid uh, Saints jersey than it is an adult. So we feel good at center. So the other position is linebacker. But before we start breaking down linebacker, uh, people always ask me, they say, Ralph, you know, Kevin and Dave and Andrew, y'all have so much fun on the podcast. Do y'all talk during the week? Do you, do you, do you, do you, do you, do you text him? And, and um, we do. And every now and then, Andrew just gets really angry. And right now, we're going to debut, I like to call this Saints Poetry Slam Wrecked Knee by Andrew Juge. I'm so fucking sick of the Twitter experts and the fucking draft gurus. They're locking on one player. They're like, Jalen Smith is going to fix our defense. We're going to go from worst ever to awesome with this guy that fucking tore his ACL and LCL. Less than two months ago, Ralph, 
six weeks ago, he fucking shattered his knee, Willis McGahee style. And oh, you recover quicker than ever from knee injuries these days. He's totally fine. And we'll fucking pro football doc just tweets out that there's, he looks like, based on the way he's walking, that there's nerve damage, and he probably wouldn't play this year. And even if he does, probably a retro year. I, I'm fucking sick of it, man. Don't lock in on a player. You don't fucking invest the 12th overall. I don't care how good the guy is. I think he's great. I've watched his tape. He looks good. I love the guy. But his fucking knee is wrecked. I'm not investing the 12th overall pick. There's already too many risks of guys getting injured, of guys fucking up off the field. There's already with football too many risks of blowing the 12th pick. You don't invest it in a guy whose knee is already fucked. As of six weeks ago, God save Twitter pisses me off. See, I liked the fact that Andrew said fuck about nine times in 90 seconds. And also disparage Saints Twitter. That was a nice You time. know, I probably would have uh, held back a little if I knew you were going to play that on the podcast. <laughs> well, don't be leaving me angry. Don't, don't, don't be leaving me angry voicemails in the middle of the day. Noted. Noted. But I actually like it. I think I think Kevin and Dave should start doing it too. And the best thing is on the iPhone, you just press voice memo and it just turns it right into one. It turns it into a wave file and it's good to go. Um <laughs> But linebackers... Can I sue you for that? You probably can't. (laughs) I don't think so. You You left it on his phone. People can... Hey, people, if you want a poetry slam just like Andrew, you can donate a dollar, and you can rant too. So go ahead. We, you know... Go right ahead, donate a dollar through Podbeam, become a patron, and you can do it too. But it's a serious... Was I I not right, though? You are right. I I mean, mean, the... Go ahead. Every team is basically saying that he failed their medical and now no one's drafting him and dude he probably has a worse limp than me i mean at this point i mean i get it his film's cool really well-spoken guy like the kind of guy you want representing your city um i i've I've listened to his interviews everything he says like i i wish that guy nothing but the best i mean i really hope he succeeds and comes back um big fan of him as a player but and I, I mean, if he's if it's going to work out, I would love for it to be with the Saints. But I'm just not investing a top five round pick in in a guy that tore his ACL and ACL wrecked his knee six weeks ago. Six weeks ago, Willis McGahee style, as you said. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that that was my favorite part. I think wrecked. His knee, Willis McGahey style, like it's a st- like there's a style of knee injury. And, and Andrew was like, "Look at that list." Oh no, was it was it Reggie Bush style in St. Louis? No, it's it's it was uh, it was Willis McGahey style. You know, which is, which is kind of a bad example because McGahey actually came back from that. Yeah, but I'm but McGahey again. He didn't get picked in the top twenty. I don't think. I think he got picked like in the. In the- Low t- in the mid twenties. Still, though, <laughs> if only they had smartphones that you could look that up on. <laughs> We're on our or smartphones. If, or if only you had some goober sitting in front of his computer at this very moment. <laughs> Hang on. So, Kevin, the Saints are flying in uh, James Laronitis from St. Louis. Can you tell? <sighs> can you tell us anything about him? Uh, his dad yeah, was a he was picked twenty third overall. 
Yep, there you go. <laughs> Didn't you say he wasn't picked in the top 23? <laughs> I said top 20. Oh, yeah. well, well played. Yeah. So James Laranitis, he looked. <laughs> you said twenty-two. Yeah. He said, "Oh, I, he looked. He looked slow to me, Kevin." Uh, all I know, like, here's the thing. He was beloved in St. Louis. Uh, sports they radio wouldn't shut up about him, and his is dad, that because he's uh, a white tryhard player, Kevin? I think. I think so. I think there's an underlying thing there. Um, uh, but he's a lunch pail kind of guy. There but you does go. He have, he, but he's he's gritty. He's, dad, a, gym, he's it, a gym rat. And his dad was also Animal from the Road Warriors. <gasps> um. It'd yeah, be like and, if his and, dad and, was and, Animal from the Muppets. And <laughs> and his dad, um, like. You know, when I heard he was coming here, I was like, okay, that could be good. You know, the Saints need linebacking help. And then I saw on, I saw some people say, dude, he's he's not that good. Like he he was rated like one of the, like he was rated toward the bot, like toward the very bottom of linebackers in the league. And I just said, oh, well, okay, well then if that's the case, then then the Saints do not need him. Like the Saints don't need to get a guy that's a name. I mean, well, shit, the Saints don't need anybody, but the Saints especially don't need a name to come in that's going to play, that's going to be status quo. Dave. It feels like unloading the Colston of receivers to get the Colston of linebackers. Dave, I feel like. Yeah, but Colston Colston could produce, though. Yeah, so could Laronitis in his prime. I mean, maybe not on Colston's level. Dave, did you groan when I said James Laronitis? No, that was me. That was you? Yeah, I mean, I'm 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 not totally sold on the guy, but regardless, um, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that whether they get Laronitis. It doesn't matter whether they trade for the most amazing for the most amazing linebacker in the game. It doesn't matter if they draft whoever. Uh, I think as long as they've got uh, Joe Vitt and uh, <laughs> whoever else running the show. I, I, you know, it, it, you could you could give them the keys to a Lamborghini, but. Uh, they would just wreck it, you know. So it's it's. I, I'd like to just see them stay away from. I don't. I don't know. A- Andrew, just pick up a linebacker late. Andrew, you know, I don't. I don't mind. I don't mind them signing James Laronitis, but um, it's got to be sort of a Victor Butler kind of deal where they're like, look, you get this and not a penny more, and if you want to go to other teams and shop your wares around, you go right ahead. But they cannot. Like they cannot give James Laronitis any kind of signing bonus at all no no and you know forget the i i, I get why they're interested um you know he, he's a hazel i mean a hazel he, he's a sean payton kind of guy he, he you know he's a good leader he's gonna be a good locker room guy a good character guy uh with, with the identity and, and uh the locker room just the, the culture that they're trying to create um he's a plug-in type guy that'll fit right in and and be a good teammate good example for the younger guys. Uh, but for me, Laurenitis, I just don't see where he fits in the scheme. I mean, you've got a young linebacker in Stephon Anthony, unless you were going to move him. Uh, that, that's the thing, you know, that Sean Payton and Jeff Ireland. I mean, if you, if you listen to their interviews this past week, they're always talking about vision and fit. And, you know, we don't want to just sign players to sign players. We want to have a very specific vision for what their role on the team is going to be. 
And my immediate question is, okay, what is that for Laurinaitis? Is he going to be paid pennies to be a backup and basically be in the locker room as a good influence, like a la Kendrick Perkins with the Pelicans? Or is he going to be this guy that they're relying on to be a starter? And if he's going to be a starter, I mean, middle linebacker is really the only it's position the he can play. Somebody's... Yeah. Um, middle linebacker is the only position he can play. So, but isn't Stefan Anthony your middle yeah. linebacker? So then the questions become, is Stefan Anthony moving positions or is the scheme changing? You know, are they going back to a 3-4? Is Dennis Allen cooking something different? Wait, 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 so, Andrew. I read all these national drafts that assume the Saints play a 3-4. Are you telling me they do not? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Um, all right, there was a serious, serious thing that happened at the combine, Kevin. Chris Jones of Mississippi State, um, his dong fell out. <laughs> so, does that make you want him more as a Saints player? Wait, or wait, 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 wait. I, I'm, I was watching the combine and I somehow missed this. Yeah, you don't, you didn't see that. Chris Jones, no. the defensive lineman from Mississippi State, man. Like, was he wearing shorts and it just fell it just out the like, end? Or? It just, like, it popped out and he had to adjust it back in. <laughs> so, like, it, it jumped out over his yeah. pants? Yeah. Like, over the waist line? You kind of, like, just, like, it just, like, like where the shorts are, it kind of, like, dangled. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have, like... A- do you have like a video of this? A no, GIF? but you have like if, if you Google, a GIF? if you go Google like Chris Jones, dong, dong. It'll, okay, it'll, I'm doing this now. Continue. It'll show. So, Kevin, I feel like on that alone, the Saints need to pick him, just because of the jokes that we can make all year long for possibly three or four years. Like you never can live that down. And he might be a good player. Is Kevin there? Is it? <laughs> oh, shit. I hit mute. No, God damn <laughs> We're back to that problem again. Yeah, we are. No, because I've been screaming. I've been wa- I'm have been. i watching it now, and I don't see the dong flopping out. <laughs> and you can use that as a sound bite. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm looking at it. He's running. He's running. He's running. What am I – like, I'm not seeing it. See, I just see. Is Juge watching it? Is Juge seeing it? See, are you talking about when he falls down? Yeah, he like. I mean, like, I see him tuck it when it when it falls down. Oh, <laughs> oh wait, never mind. The front camera. <laughs> oh no, the front camera. God damn it! <laughs> Shit. Juge, the hell, climb there. God damn it, man. So does he move up the draft board or down the draft board? I mean... <laughs> you know, and... and, and man, that, that really is a full... That's a full front. <laughs> it is, man. How do you grade... NC, uh, NC-17 <laughs> on the <laughs> NFL Network. Mel Kuyper. Mel, how do you grade his dog? <laughs> this guy's just a complete package, Kevin. <laughs> he is. So... Dave, do you think in the interviews they asked him about it? Uh, what interviews? They do their interviews before they oh, do their Oh, they work. do interviews before. Yeah. So, I, I think they got to take him. 
just just for just for because I mean Kevin, the jokes, man, the jokes. I think we we can call him Full Frontal, and I won't even mispronounce his name. Man, the the way he fell, man, you know that turf gives you rug burn. I mean that, <laughs> right? Ouch. <laughs> so <laughs> he, he's. Still- he was probably still picking the rubber pellets out of his out of his grundle after it was over. We use the word grundle. We've hit a new low. Hey, it's better than Dave's. Uh, yeah, it is. Don't I don't want to. I have to do enough editing. Dave's Peyton Manning. I, I have to do enough editing of this podcast, and I missed one of them. Dave slipped one of them by me. I edited like six of them out, but he slipped one of them by me. I was slipped one in. Per <laughs> pellet grundle. So, um, there's your new fantasy football team name, folks. You're welcome. <laughs> So I guess around the horn, Dave. Do you think the Saints will they uh, will they address linebacker more in the draft or free agency? You think? Um, oh, they're probably going to sign Laurinaitis because that's probably not the wise move. So that's the one they're going to make. <laughs> uh, they, <laughs> I, I feel like they should probably uh, address them after the season. You know, in the later rounds, not, not, not Dave, your audio is hanging on yeah, by a thread, it, buddy. It, it it sounds like he's like, <laughs> like he's like he smoked like a pack of menthols. It was just like I don't think that's my audio. I think that's my voice. Oh man. Um. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Um. We haven't. We don't have it. Any, Does my voice sound a little grumbling? <laughs> Miles Jack's gonna fall to twelve, and I'm, I'm gonna be a happy man. But he's got a re- he's injured too, though. What's? Yeah, he's got a meniscus, but he he's healthy. What? He's fine. What? <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna say let's let you know. Let, you know, guy's knee exploded, but <laughs> yeah, this guy had a meniscus issue. Ah, let's take him. <laughs> uh, meniscus is a lot different from an ACL and LCL tear. Okay. All right, Dr. Juge. I mean, ask anybody. Come on, that's common knowledge. You think he'll. Dave, can you defend me here? Miles. Dave, Dave doesn't have the audio to defend <laughs> Dave, are you there? Oh, I don't know. Good talk. Good, good talk. <laughs> good talk. So, um, I keep waiting for Dave to eventually come back in. Like, what? You guys didn't just hear? Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't really want to give thoughts on the Oscars because they pissed me off because they didn't give the award to Rocky. The one moment we all wanted to see in the award show, we wanted to see eighty-year-old Sylvester Stallone hobble up to the stage and take the Oscar and they didn't give it to us. I thought everyone wanted Leo based on my eh. Twitter feed. So I'm going to give a movie review. I mean, I thought the Saints won the freaking Super Bowl based on the way people were <laughs> reacting. I, I don't know. I'm not a comic book guy. Deadpool is phenomenal as a movie. Yeah, I've heard it's real good. It's phenomenal. 
What you're going to soon find out, Ralph, is uh, that once you have a kid, um, you don't go to the movies anymore. Uh, thanks. thanks. Yeah, it, yeah. seriously, you should enjoy that while you can. Yes. All I do is feed him the bottle and read him Curious George. That's what my life is. Um. So I guess Dave is gone? Or Dave is probably like on I'm not gone. I'm <laughs> I've been here this whole time. I've been here the whole time. So, um, is there anything else we need to discuss besides saying they will probably sign Laranitis and do the Breeze deal uh, before this podcast is uploaded? Um, yeah. So Laranitis will have a five-year, twenty-eight million dollar deal. And oh, that's a that's a fun thing around the homeless. around the horn. Do, what's the what's the Laranitis going to deal going to be? Kevin, go. I'm. I'm. Just, wait. Wait. Wait a minute. Wait. What? What just happened? You were just like, Kevin, go. The Laranitis. The Laranitis deal. What's it going to be for the Saints? How How much money is he going to get from them? He's probably going to. He's. He. Well, it's going to be too much money. I guarantee you. So. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm going sixty million. Sixty. <laughs> sounds about. Sounds about right. Sixty. Yeah. Zero. For how many years? Five. Six years. Six years, 60 million. Half of that fully guaranteed. I'm sure that's what they're going to do. Well, they gave LRB. LRB made three and a half, right? Three and a half million this year? Isn't that what he agreed to come down to? Yeah. So I I bet they would be willing to pay Laurinaitis the same. I bet they value him similarly. So I I would bet two years, seven million. Oh my god! My guess. Oh no, no way! Oh my god! No way! I'm saying, I'm saying. Uh, I tell you what, I'll go. You think more than that? Oh yeah, I'll go three years, fifteen. Oh my god! Well, they gave Brandon Browner three years, fifteen. Ugh. Yeah, yeah look how that turned. Uh, I'm not. I'm not saying it turned out well, Kevin. I'm just using it as a comparison. no. I know. I'm just using I know. It as a comparison. Um, how much did they give um, when they signed? When they signed like Hawthorne and Chamberlain and all those linebackers, how much did they give them? How much did they give? I think I think Chamberlain got three years, nine million. That sounds about right. For uh, Lofton got a lot more than that. Yeah. Um, Hawthorne, uh, five years, twenty million. I'm going to say three years, nine and a half. But the, but, okay, well, that, that's not far from the two for seven. Yeah, I, the, the thing that matters is the guarantees. Yeah. Like if in the signing bonus, but we'll see. So I guess that pretty much wraps it up for today. Uh, you can go to Canal Street Chronicles and comment threads and what Dave's got going on there. You can go to Saints Nation, what Andrew's got going on there. He's got other podcasts. And the top 100 players of the Sean Payton era, which – Jesus, who has with no with no slideshow with no slideshow slideshows are the devil and all you people that blog and wonder why I don't read you it's because it's because you're fucking slideshow I don't read slideshows blog so um what so you can go to Kevin are you on still are you still on Bumble D- Dave's audio worked just fine enough to be weird as shit at the end of the podcast <laughs> Kevin are you are you still on Bumble. Yes, I'm still on Bumble. Tens- Are you still on Bumblebee Tuna? How- I'm still on Bumblebee Tuna, and I'm still on OkCupid, so... Is Gumble still on Bumble? <laughs> Gumble is Gumble still on Bumble, waiting for a tumble. So, uh, how- how's that going real quick, Kevin? Any any hits? Uh, like... I, like, 
you know, conversations. That's about it. Have I think haven't had a date in a, in a little while, and that's okay. Yeah. So you're you're kind of on a cold streak here, huh? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You gotta wait till the spring when you know, people are ready to go out again, and you know. Yeah. So um, I apologize to like the six people that uh, wrote in questions just now. We can't get to them because I gotta bail out. But we, we want to announce Andrew came up with a fantastic idea for our yearly uh, off-season uh, challenge bracket. Uh, Andrew, tell the people what it is. It's phenomenal. I, I can't even remember. It's the worst. <laughs> it's the worst draft pick in the Sean Payton era. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna take every draft pick. Of the last, what is it, 10, oh, 10 years, and we're going to rank them, and we're going to pick the worst one. And, man, do they have some bad draft picks. Yes. Jesus, they are bad. Al, Al Woods is looking strong. Antonio Pittman is going to be the number one seed. <laughs> they got some They got some bad ones. And what was, the, what was the linebacker from UCLA that couldn't kept sleeping in? Uh, they just, Kyrie they just tried, uh, Kyrie Ford. Yeah, yeah Kyrie Ford. Yeah, narcolepsy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got I got Larry Holder to, to 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 retweet that when I said whenever you have a chance whenever you have a chance to pick a narcoleptic linebacker you gotta do it. And he and he and he retweeted it, so I was happy. So um so for for Dave, for Andrew, for Kevin <laughs> until next week, the bar is closed. <laughs> <laughs>